0: This episode is part two of my conversation with Gavin and Robert McGowan. We switched gears here off of the dry fasting and herbs to speak about shadow banning. Shadow banning, as Gavin explains, is when a social media platform secretly prevents a person's content from spreading and reaching other people. Gavin shares a way that you can test to see if you've been shadow banned. He also points to some evidence. It is a bit of a conspiracy theory, but what I find the most interesting about this concept is how social media really is a propaganda machine, how a lot of people's realities and the things that give them emotions, we just look at the hashtags going on. Most people like their entire worldview is dictated by the very curated source of data, which is their social media news feeds. So just the fact that most people get their news from private companies like Facebook or Twitter, or Google, Headed by people who do have the discretion to affect what information gets out and whatnot. It's not that uh, dissimilar from the media giants of pre-internet era dictating what people think, propaganda, et cetera. I think the only solution really is to create some sort of decentralized source of information or decentralized social media platform. You know, and that's not a battle I care to fight, but I'm very interested in the in the sociological implications of this stuff and shadow banning, regardless of what degree it's true or how far reaching it is, is an interesting topic because here again we have a couple people who can affect how information goes out and ultimately how people think and what people do and what a nation votes for, for instance. So fascinating subject, fascinating human being. Right now you're listening to a part two, which is episode 022. Gavin and Robert going this time on shadow banning and social media propaganda. If you'd like to attend live recordings of future podcasts, go to crowdcast.io slash Rwando, follow me and you can see all the upcoming episodes. Enjoy the show.
1: I think that this is really, 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 really important that people find out about this. Now, um, there's been, I, I, I've been on 30 day bans for, for expressing certain different things from Facebook or, or whatever. Um, and many people have been censored. Now. There's outright censorship, meaning you say or do something and they feel it's unacceptable and they basically log you out of your account and block you this and that and, and, okay, fine. Okay, didn't meet whatever your standards were, can deal with that. There is a more sinister side of, of banning, which is called shadow banning. And this basically means that they cannot... The, the 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 powers that control, it's a small group of people that controls social media. You got the Twitter, you got the Google, you got the Facebook, you got the Instagram, you got Reddit. Okay, so what they do is this really clandestine, sneaky form of censorship called shadow banning, where they basically, you think what you're posting out there is being seen, but in reality, you're the only one that's seen it. So let's say you want to go to a public thread and express your opinion. Well, if you've been blacklisted and not even knowing you've been blacklisted, maybe whatever it is that you posted, whatever it was that somebody didn't or somebody somewhere puts you on a list. No one else will see the post but you, right? So Facebook admits that they do this. Twitter admits that they do this. Instagram was doing it. Now, the problem with this now is that it hasn't really gone yet to the Supreme Court to discuss whether or not freedom freedom of speech is applicable within the social media domain, okay, but the way the future is going is that ninety percent of people log into Facebook, and that's the that's the conversational communication epicenter. So if you have certain entities inside this social media little cyber world, right, that are deliberately making certain people invisible. Without them even knowing that they're made invisible, then what we have is a false reality being created, right? We have half the people not being able to be seen or express themselves. So I started a group called Shadow Banning. Shadow Band, how Facebook censors you without you even knowing. and within two weeks we had over 30,000 members in it. And we have people in the group that are screenshotting how they'll post something and they can see it, and then the, their friends can see it. But their friends' friends can't see the post.
0: Huh. Well, it's it's interesting that you have the group on Facebook and the and the the group itself hasn't been shadow banned. Or oh, well,
1: there's been saboteurs in it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually blocked from my own group right now. I'm actually oh. shadowed from my own group. The, the the ban is lifted on on Monday. Um, on uh, I think tonight the ban is lifted. So basically, I have I have all these posts in the group. Yeah. But I'm not the only person that can see them.
0: Huh. Why have you been targeted so much? Because I've read a bunch of your posts. And maybe I'm not seeing the controversial post. Maybe it's being shadowed from me. But like I'm like, God, oh, I mean, here's just an outspoken guy.
1: Well, here's an interesting thing that happened. Okay. Um, I I I supported Trump. I supported Trump because he was something different. And he was not your normal uh politician. He wasn't the normal uh same old, same old, you know. So, anyways. Uh, the day before the election, I was I was in these Abraham Hicks groups. You ever heard of Abraham Hicks? Right. We talked about yeah. the secret and law of Yeah, yeah. Stuff. I, was, I posted in the group, and I have a screenshot of this. The day before the election, Trump is absolutely going to win, and everybody's. I mean, you, I mean, nobody thought that that was going to happen. Everybody mm-hmm. thought like, yeah, right. Hillary's going to destroy him. You know, just absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd know.
0: imagine most of the people in an Abraham Hicks group is pretty.
1: Oh, man, oh Lord, talk about they went absolutely berserk on it. They went berserk on it. And I, and I said, hey, here's why Trump is gonna win. And I found a video of Abraham Hicks saying Trump is like the poster child of my teachings because he says he's gonna do something, and there's like no doubt because he boom and he manifests and he makes it happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> she was basically praising Trump for his ability to be so singular in thought when he wants to create something or go after something or manifest something you know what i mean and there's no doubt or uh you know whatnot and oh yeah the group went absolutely just crazy so i had a very interesting run-in with and all i can do is state the facts but i had a very interesting run-in with a david rothschild screen name rothschild where is that you know, if you read anything on the Rothschilds, the Rothschilds is where the whole fractional reserve banking system came from way back when. Now, that's a whole other subject we can get into, but anybody listening to this, they can look up the Rothschilds and the Federal Reserve and all this and that. Well, this David Rothschild character comments right underneath me, not if I have anything to do with it.
0: Hmm.
1: Within five minutes after that comment, and I've got the screenshots of everything, I'm logged out of my account, and 20 minutes later, my Facebook disappeared. I'm going to talk about like a ban. When you get banned, you're banned, and your, your your account's still up there. There wasn't a digital trace of it. It was it was nowhere to be found. It was completely like gone. Now some people are gonna be rolling their eyes, going, oh, okay, you know, but I find I found it extremely uncanny. I, next thing you know I'm, I am I'm having to like. I uh, emailed them pictures of my passport, my ID, my birth certificate, all this other you stuff. You have to
0: email this to Facebook?
1: Yeah, it took me a week to get my account visible, back visible again. And all my friends, they they, they knew when this happened. And they were all, when Trump did win, you know what I mean? We're, we were all celebrating because I said he's going to win. I'm telling you guys, he's definitely going to win. No doubt in my mind he's going to win. And, uh, oh, and, and the backlash and just the hatred and everything. ah, 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 You know what I mean? I said, "Well, okay, guys, watch—he's gonna win. I'm telling you, he's gonna win." Um, and then, yeah, it took about a week to get it back on. So I I, that because I was inspiring people to go out and vote Trump, this and that. Did I put myself on a list inadvertently? Did I piss somebody off or something like that? Did somebody have it out for me because of that? Because when I got back on after that, I started noticing when I comment on a public thread. I'd comment something and then somebody comment like a minute after me and I go and check it an hour later, there's like a thousand responses on the guy right after me, and there's like one like on mine. And I'm like going, what the hell's going on here? And it, this wasn't just one isolated instance, though, this was a bunch of different instances. So I started looking into this, and this is a very secretive thing that's going on, is they are deliberately blacklisting certain people. It could be because who knows? It could be because Trump voters, because Trump won, and there's this whole Russian conspiracy hoopla going on, and they think that Facebook mm-hmm. had something, to, you know, was complicit in it or, or or whatnot, so they're deliberately now hiding people. But the problem with that is that you have a small group of individuals that are, that are you know, uh, judge and jury and deciding what gets seen and doesn't get seen. Now, they're able to get away with it right now because apparently... When you log into Facebook, these are the terms, and they can do whatever the hell they want. If they want to make you invisible, make you invisible. If they want to make your comments, obviously, but that that, that's what they'll do. I think that this needs to be exposed because I don't think that if people really knew, I, I don't think the, I don't think the president even knows about it. That there's millions of supporters that are going and posting on his page, "Great job, Mr. President." Or it could be people that don't even like him too, and those comments aren't even being seen, right? Hmm. So you think
0: that you've been put blacklisted because you're a Trump supporter and Facebook is presumably headed by liberal people?
1: I think, uh, well, I think the majority of the people that are running these social media platforms are of a liberal mindset. And they have, as it would appear through their actions, they have this sense of uh, entitlement to be able to, to censor whoever they feel like censoring. Hmm. So if they don't like your your thought, they don't like your audi- ideology. We'll just basically not, you know take that one out. Um, I think uh, Project Veritas did a, a video recently how they have humans literally putting uh, videos or, or particular hand putting things in the trending thing, in the sense that they're artificially manipulating what what is popular, what is actually trending. Right, and they're suppressing certain things that they don't want being you know, seen. There's, a, there's an instance where they basically were talking about some of the negative things that Facebook was doing, and they hid it. They put it at the bottom. So you had really to search for it to find it. You know what I mean? So what I want to do, and I've got a bunch of people that are, that are um in the group, um, is we want to bring it to everyone's attention that nobody now. Here's what I do. I believe that if somebody's being an asshole, you should be able to block. Them, you know, now, I'm not saying anybody should be. Uh, uh, submitting themselves to abuse or jerk behavior. Mm-hmm. And the, By block, it, you
0: mean ban from the social media platform?
1: Well, what I mean is that uh, if you run a page and you're the administrator of that page and somebody comes to being a jerk on your page, you should have the right to be able to control your page. But, mm-hmm. but you controlling your page does not mean that you control everybody else's page out there, you follow? So what's happening now is somebody's getting put on, people are getting put on this blacklist and they're becoming invisible all across the board. They're, they're nowhere on in Facebook, if they post publicly, are they seen by anybody but their friends. So they're quarantining them in such a manner that they don't know that it's being done. And you kind of look for it, it, and you. one way you can detect it is asking your, if you're blacklist or shadow man, asking your friends, friends, if they can see your post, you follow? It's like two out, right? It's not, your, your friends can see it, but their friends can't see your post because you're not connected, right? That's how they quarantine. Now, you'll notice though, some of these people aren't quarantined because they'll post something and it'll have 20,000 reactions on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: So, so it basically prevents things from getting viral. It's not like it prevents the immediate interaction, but something can't go viral if your friends' friends can't see it.
1: Well, you, yeah, yeah. It, 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 they, they're basically limiting exposure of certain ideas and I think that's very dangerous. That's what the Nazis did. The Nazis were all about censorship. They were all about, and this is being done in a very sneaky way. They're not outright saying they're doing it. As a matter of fact, they're denying they do it, but they they talk about that they will make certain things uh, less visible. You know what I mean? It, it, they'll, they'll, they'll put it way in the back. You know what I mean? In a sense, right? So what we want to do is we want to stop that. I, I, if you're going to ban somebody, say, okay, you're banned for 30 days, boom, this is what you did wrong. you were bad posting. This person knows what they did. Don't do it again. You get your privileges back. But shadow banning is this kind of thing where, uh, you know, it could be millions of people at this point. We have no idea. We have no idea who all is on the list, but we know that the group has got 30,000 people on it and it's full of people that have been, uh, maybe some of them have been anti-government or just anti-whatever, you know what I mean, or just exposing certain uh, conspiracies or certain truths. And totally being hidden, right? So definitely, yeah. definitely. So understand
0: the, the the proof that this exists is because your friends' friends can go to your uh, page, and if you're a, a supposed blacklisted person, you think you're blacklisted, it'd just be invisible, right? Like if we weren't Facebook friends, I'd see your comment on our mutual friends' post, and just wouldn't actually I wouldn't see it; it would just be blank. Or- if you're
1: my friend, mm-hmm. if you're my friend, you'll see it. Yeah, uh, but. Now, other people. Now, if if we're in a group, though, um, like like, a a couple friends, screenshotted where on desktop they were getting notifications, but on mobile they were not. So it may have something to do with the mobile app, where it's easier to do the shadow banning through the app or something like that. And there's certain things in desktop setting where you can override it and find it. You know what I mean? -hmm. Definitely something's going on. There's you'll, you'll share something, and the share will be ghosted. And I've got numerous examples, like on the Zuckerberg thread, he was talking about how he's he's not anti-Trump, and I said, well, then why are you shadow banning all these people if you're not anti-Trump? And the, the comment was totally suppressed. You know what I mean? Totally, it had 100 likes, and all the likes were all my friends. My friends could see it, my friends could comment on it, but nobody else. Now, if they tagged somebody in it, they could go look and find it. Now, another interesting thing was that, Certain people would comment inside the thread. So they call them, uh, I think they call it like child comments. Like there's the parent, which is the main one, and then child comments was mm-hmm. inside it. There were people inside the little ones that weren't seen by certain people. Certain people, and they weren't blocked. So somebody was toying with somebody, something in the software or something, is, something goofy is going on. And I think that it needs to be brought before the Supreme Court to decide since in the future, that's where everybody's going to be communicating whether free speech should be absolutely protected there. And then we need to have some type of software that detects whether a person is being shadow banned or not. So they can basically plug their name into this and run it through there, boom, and it'll spit out whether or not they're being shadow banned or not. You know what I mean? I think that that is true. Yeah,
0: it's interesting because Facebook is a private entity, right? It's a company. It's not, it's not like government. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if Mark Zuckerberg doesn't like people to talk about basketball on his platform he could just say that but your your thing is that it's done secretly and i guess i mean it's hard to find proof because the facebook algorithm is so mysterious like no one really knows how things pop up on their feed something to do with what you click on but if something disappears there's no way there's no hard proof
1: right. well there right. is well inside the group there's all kinds of hard uh, proof examples of, of it being done um and and screenshotted uh and, and really, yeah, you just got Like, I would recommend if you want to test to see whether you're shadow banned or not, just go leave a random comment on Trump's post, or it could be, it doesn't have to be Trump's, it's just some major whatever post, and try to get it in mm-hmm. right when the person posts. Now, if, if, if you post something and then somebody right below you posts, like 30 seconds or a minute after, and you don't have any reactions whatsoever, the person below you, has or above you, whatever. Either which one has like a like you know a, a few thousand, then something fishy is going on. So,
0: what what if your post just wasn't engaging, or your comment wasn't engaging? Isn't that possible?
1: Not when it's not when it's well, not when it's done time and time. I've gotten comments in on Trump's post under the two minute mark, faster than anybody else, talking oh. about the shadow banning and sending people to go look for it. And if they're not my friend, they can't find it. It's not there. If they're my friend, they see it, it pops up right away. So it has to be tested. See what I mean? It's done very, very sneaky in such a manner that you have to go looking for it, and you have to know how to look for it to spot it. But if we don't fix this, if we don't fix this, then what we're going to have is like some 1984 kind of, it's going to be like a totalitarian regime that's basically controlling what everybody sees and suppressing what they don't want seen. And that's basically a communist empire. We don't want that, you know?
0: Yeah, it's real interesting. Like now that, like, uh, I mean, cause I, don't, I don't, I haven't had any experience shadow banning that with shadow banning that I'm aware of, but there is a lot of it, like uh, it, things in the news about the left, like trying to censor the new kind of left is like you can't say such and such, and like historically the left has been promoting free speech since the since 1776. It's just it's such a strange thing now in 2017 that it's somehow flipped or. So you can't just have a conservative viewpoint.
1: Oh, we are living in just crazy times right now. It, it, it's just unreal. Like we can't even like, it, it, it's like you can't even have a, a conversation with some people without it turning into like name calling and, and and getting all emotional and just freaking out. And it's like, can we just have a logical conversation and let's talk about the facts. Let's talk about what we know. Forget about the name call and all this other garbage. And Let's just talk about what is factual, you know, And people are so emotional, and they're so easily triggered, you know what I mean? And that's one of the things that I I talk about, too, And I try and inspire, is don't be a puppet. Don't be emotionally triggered by some goofballs words on Facebook or whatever, you know what I mean? Who cares what this person thinks, you know what I mean? People, they get all frazzled and worked up, and uh, it's it's silly. Why ruin your day over words, the words, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And with social media, most people get most of their information from other people's opinions, right? Like, not, I don't know anybody who reads the newspaper anymore. We get our information from our news feed, from other people, comment from the hashtags. And, um, yeah, it's like, it's crazy because, uh, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's social media is, is changing the way things that's are That's what makes
1: this so scary in the sense that because we do get our information there, if they're deliberately suppressing and hiding information, they're choosing for us instead of, instead of allowing us to like this is what we know or this is being presented here, this is being presented there. Let's do some critical thinking. What makes sense? What doesn't make sense? They're deciding for us, and that's where I think um, I think that's totally unacceptable. I think that we need to be. I, I, I'm all for having a a, a public discourse composed. I think name calling is totally ridiculous, you know it, it seems like the, the 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 left or the liberals seem to be the ones that are the ones racist xenophobic, all the other names and all this other like garbage uh and-
0: yeah, I think that you're always gonna have that it's such a part of human nature when someone has the ability to say something from behind a comu- computer that's- screen, they're gonna just like spew hate and if they don't have like an argument, it's intellectual that'll call a name i mean and I think everyone on every every group has. These people, I think it's actually most people.
1: And, 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 and the goal of, of name calling is to get a emotional reaction. You're a jerk. You're a butthead. You're an asshole. Whatever it is, it also and the other person's upset now. The thing about anger, the thing about negative emotions, is it pollutes. It pollutes clear thinking. Right. So think about it. Being angry is kind of like being drunk. Right. Crimes of passion. Stupid yeah. things are done when you're angry. You're not thinking clearly, right? And so the goal is to throw you off your game by calling you a name and you taking that name personal. This is some freaking bozo on face. This is some random screamer. What the hell? I don't give a shit what this person thinks of me. I know who I am. You know what I mean? So that's
0: Yeah, what I mean. yeah and what I was going to say before, it's so interesting about what you're talking about with the mindfulness and you, you choose your thoughts, basically. It's like a lot for a lot of people, their reality is represented by their newsfeed. Like if you click on baby photos a lot, you're going to have a ton of baby photos. Like I don't click on baby photos. So I don't like my own friends, their baby pictures don't show up on my feed. I don't know which of my friends have kids. It doesn't like, it's not yeah. interesting to me, but if you engage with that kind of stuff, your, your social media will literally show you more of whatever it is you're engaging with, whether it's positive or negative. And it's just like, it's like the Abraham Hicks thing. Like you do create your reality. And your Facebook feed is a perfect exactly,
1: and and so I am a big believer of bounce, I, I, bounce the negs. I like, call oh, bounce the negative, negative people. I, I don't want to read it. I don't even want to junk my mind up with negative crybaby whining, depressed, just garbage victim thinking. I don't even want it in my mind. I don't even want it in my reality. So I I clean out my friend list all the time. If I'm not reading positive stuff, humorous stuff, stuff that's better in the world, or just or that's informative. I really don't want to see it. I mean, you know, like we get to choose our own reality. We get to choose our reality through the company we keep. So why did I keep winners around you and not complainers who aren't are, are doing anything to, to solve the problem? You know what I mean? So absolutely, absolutely, that's part of the whole positive thing. too, is uh, uh, getting rid of the you know the downers. Why even am around? You know, you know. So I agree yeah interesting my, my first the first couple post
0: years that i've read were all like bounce this person bounce this person it was just like man this guy probably just cuts out everyone i wonder if he's even gonna accept my friend request uh but yeah i mean i get it it's like you're 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 curating yeah, I, your social
1: i, 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 um, I got life. about three thousand. and you know they come and go they come and go and and i just um I, I don't i don't go to other people's pages and i don't uh i don't shit talk on their pages and i don't go and try and stir up drama on other people's pages I, I but why you know I'm not looking to be a troll or anything like that and then so if somebody comes and does it to my page they're gonna get the bounce. you know what I mean so we can interact with one another and have lots of laughs and good times and share informative uplifting uh positive stuff and if that isn't what you want to do then you know we're probably not a good fit <laughs> you know so
0: yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure you've been asked this a million times, or you've probably been attacked with a question without this being a question, but I was really interested as a, for someone who's a Trump supporter. Because I've never met a Trump supporter who's also into holistic things. Um, I mean, it's, it's not, yeah, I don't know. Because like, I, I mean, I kind of avoid politics in general, but like what, one thing I did appreciate do appreciate about the president is him speaking his mind and stuff. I uh, like no politician, just like, I love it. You know, obviously, he doesn't have an agenda because he doesn't need people's money and whatever. Um, I'm curious, though, about what your thoughts about his more hateful comments are, with all the positivity that you're. Hey, one more
1: time, I was calling. I'm sorry.
0: I don't know, like uh, you know, like the self-expression that, but like he does say some things that promote hate, or at least what a lot of his, his critics say promote hate. What's your take <laughs> on um, that? Like we're we
1: talking about, like the NFL and the kneeling in the snap. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, I mean, I honestly don't
0: even keep up with all of his stuff. I just know he's made a lot of – He said a lot of things that piss a lot of think,
1: people off. I don't think he's, he's – he's, he's not a perfect individual by any stretch. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not a perfect individual by any stretch. I don't know a perfect individual by any stretch, you know? <clears throat> um, have we all said questionable things here and there? Um, sure, we all have. Um, I – I believe strongly as well that, you know, you have these ball players, if you're using the NFL as an example, this tremendous opportunity afforded to them in the United States to make millions of dollars running around in tights, playing grab ass, chasing a big skin. Millions of dollars in... The the, the the idea that they would not feel a sense of gratitude to the country that has enabled that it, it boggles my brain. You know. Now, as far as whatever the police brutality or the sense they think that um, blacks are mistreated or this and that, um, that has nothing to do with the flag. You know, what does that have to do with the flag? It has nothing to do with the flag. It, it, worry, is it? it Since when is is the flag associated with white people or with cops or you know, it, it, it it's, it's just insanity, you know what I mean? Um so some of his stuff, um, you know, uh yeah, it's been a little bit uh um I kinda find the humor in it though. I, I I kinda find the humor in in the sense that uh he just he just pulls no punches. He just he just doesn't take take any shit. And um uh I I, I kinda like that. I, I, I think he should tweet more. I think that I, I absolutely think that we're not getting the, the real story with uh the the news i think that we're getting like this This las vegas thing there's all kinds of stuff that's not adding up there's been you know tons of people who said there's multiple shooters but the visual narrative is that there's one guy that did this you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um you know politics definitely is polarizing you know what i mean and it stirs up emotions you know what i mean i recommend a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful movie called The Power of the Purse. It's a four-hour documentary, and it basically is where our modern money came from, how we got in this whole situation to begin with. In a very real way, we do have a dishonest form of money, in a sense. So in the old days, when you had goldsmiths, the goldsmiths, would hold the gold for people, and people would go and store the gold for them. And so they didn't want to lug around big bags of gold when they go buy something. So the goldsmith would issue a receipt, which they would go and give to the person with the other person something from, right? And then that person would bring the receipt back to the goldsmith and get his gold, right? <clears throat> but a lot, what they quickly found out that is a lot of people were just leaving the gold in there. And so they quickly figured out that they could issue more receipts than gold they had in the vault, right? So they were able to make interest off of something that they didn't have to begin with. And so this deception is where the whole modern banking, central bank, fractional reserve thing came from. And there's a lot of corruption going on there. And uh, that, that dates back with the Rothschilds, uh, The Creature of Jekyll Island is a great book, um, where a fifth of the world's wealth met secretly Uh, jekyll island off the coast of georgia and they wanted to figure out a way to stop competing against one another so let's create a cabal that we control the money supply and we all benefit from it secretly behind the scenes so they had to come up with a name that sounded official so they came up with federal and they wanted to make it sound like it had reserves but it didn't have any so they called it the federal reserve right it's not federal well i mean it's a, it's a black and white area whether it actually is or not and there's no reserves in it it's fake money money made out of nothing and so it's kind of like if i was basically hand you a piece of paper and in and, and charge of interest for something made out of thin air and give it to you so that is a wonderful right. wonderful movie in regards to uh how the the, the the international bankers. Oh, there's another cool uh, book that I came across. It's called 10 letters from an international banker to his son. This I, I created a page for it too, to as well. This was a wonderful book in regards to how the money act. Most people don't have any idea how the money works. And so this is a, a, a book and it's a fictional book, but the book is basically the uh, the father is telling the son how they manipulate and control the money behind the scenes so that that all the sheep out there all the stupid people don't actually know what's going on and that this knowledge should never be given to the public because if they knew how it worked then they could overthrow the whole thing right so the book was totally bought up and suppressed you you can't find a copy for it anyway if you do find a copy it'd be like 500 bucks let's go 10 letters from an international banker to his son and i have a digital copy that i made i sent it off to somebody who happened to make it up and i'm happy to uh email a copy of that for free to anybody that wants to Learn about the stuff behind the scenes, what's going on, you know. But this, this is so vast. What's your, take I'm sorry.
0: Oh, what's your take on cryptocurrencies? Do you think that's because a lot of the criticism you're saying of the modern money situation, crypto people are. I
1: I, I, I think, you know, what back. I think would be beautiful is a blockchain social media. A blockchain social media, hmm. and I guess we have something kind of going on with it a little bit. Uh, I, I wasn't really too impressed with it, but, uh, you know. We we need something that can't be manipulated by humans, and I, I, or, or at least a, a the beauty about um, the blockchain is that if you take one part out of it, you corrupt the whole thing, right? So it, you you can't you can't counterfeit artificially manipulate, you know, and that that level of honesty um, and, and, and transparency, I think, is what we need, and that's what. That's what's um, that's what's kind of screwed up right now with the shadow banning and um, and our fiat currency and all that other stuff. Like. So I I need to look more into the uh, the Bitcoin, and all that kind of stuff like that. I might actually start taking in a form payment actually on the website. Um, hmm. I've been do, mostly do it through PayPal. So I pay for all my suppliers and snap through PayPal. And I, boom, uh, twenty seconds, boom. Their money's anywhere in the world. Just like that, you know what I mean. So I really, I really like that. Um, but um, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, decentralizing so- social media is basically what you're fighting for with the shadow banning yeah, awareness, right?
1: At the very least, we want Facebook to come clean about it, and and the individuals should be notified when they are being shadow banned, and we need software to detect that so- when the shadow banning is going on. So there is detection software for um, Instagram because certain uh, Certain hashtags are shadowbanned. So you can plug, you hmm. plug your name in there, and it'll tell you whether your account is being shadow banned or not on Instagram. So we need the same thing for all social media, and we need answers. Why, you know, why is, is this particular person being targeted? And if they are being targeted, how can this person uh, fix it and write their account and get back in good standing so that they are visible like everybody else?
0: Yeah, and like that's the big question, like for me is like, I mean, this is not super obvious evidence of it. Like, why would someone, why would a Mark Zuckerberg or some level of Facebook? Like I'd imagine the average Facebook employee isn't aware of how this works or has a say in it. Otherwise it'd be a lot. I mean, they employ thousands of people. But like why would why is this such a big deal? And also such a minuscule thing, like obviously the preventing say your post from going viral. But they're not like blocking you from Facebook. Like, it's just yeah, you know, I mean,
1: it's like how deep down rabbit hole do we want to get? You know, I mean, have you, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'll be talking about a particular subject. I, I think I was talking to keyboard player. Said, you know what? Wouldn't it be cool to take class from? talking him on the phone. Wouldn't it be cool to take class from Hans Hans Zimmer and how he does his uh, soundtracks? Next thing you know, mm-hmm. next day in Facebook, there's Hans Zimmer classes, master classes being offered. Now, I'm really in sync with the universe, you know what I mean? (laughs) But there's been other instances where my my girl and I are talking about stuff, talking about it, not texting, talking about something. Like, hey, make sure you pick up whatever, something at the store. Next thing you know, that is in my news (laughs) feed.
0: Right. I've I've had stuff like that happen, too, which is very weird. Because obviously, I know when they click on something, their story has information.
1: I I highly recommend y'all on my... Phone, can okay, You see it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think, I can see it. see it. Things um, moving so slowly. Okay, so see, I can open up and close it.
0: Yeah. Have you seen Snowden? Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah that's where I that's where I learned got to gotta cover. Now, <laughs> <and> I cover <laughs> mine too. So there is definitely, without a doubt, some shady business going on. Definitely, and I don't think that they want people finding out about some of this stuff now whether it's the CIA or the FBI or whoever it is that's involved with the shadow banning, why hasn't Trump talked about it yet? He's called out Zuckerberg in the sense that being against him, either he doesn't know or he, I, 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 Trump seems Trump seems to be the type of individual when he's onto something, he talks about it. That's what I like about it. He shoots something the hip, you know what I mean? If he's passionate about something, he goes for it. I like that, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't think that he knows that people are being shadow banned on Facebook. And I, I, I actually emailed him and I had a, about 100 or so people email him as well. Also, I called the hotline. I called the White House hotline. I talked to one of the, hmm. the people on, on the phone. And she was like, oh, my God, are you serious? And she was like, he needs to find out about said, Yes, I, he definitely needs to know about this. He needs to be talking about this because it's going on right now. She's like, well, you definitely, will you e- make sure you email him? I said, like, yeah, I'll email him. Can you make sure that the memo gets to him as well? And I guess the White House hotline, they they, they can't take a number and have them call you back kind of thing. But she was shocked. And I could tell that this was genuine Mm -hmm. surprise. So, you know, this was was like a little old lady answering the phone that was genuinely appalled and shocked that people were being deliberately suppressed and hidden.
0: Yeah. I I just (laughs) imagine, like, the president of the United States probably gets so many little things that... Shadow banning is probably low on his... Well... But who knows, maybe Trump, I mean, you would think that the NFL thing would be low on the well, list, too. But... I mean,
1: I, I, I would think it would be huge on this list. If half, of, if half the population is being blacklisted and suppressed and deliberately made invisible, that's like stuff Nazis did. You know, I mean, that's like, that's a huge story. That's, I mean, everybody should be talking about this, you know I mean? At least they should be asking questions. And and, and and verifying it and testing it, and, and I've got hundreds of examples. I mean, I go on any talk show and show them the examples, you know what I mean? Screenshots, this and that. We could even do a real-time demonstration of it. You know what I mean? The next time Trump posts, boom. All right, I'm going to post right now. You guys ready? Boom, boom, there's the post. Now, anybody who's not my friend should be able to see it if I'm not Shadow Man. And we can test it on various different sites, right. you know what I mean? <clears throat> but that's... We definitely, definitely, definitely have to get that knowledge uh, out there exposed. And, and at least if they're not doing it, you know, if it is some tinfoil, then, then they'll explain exactly what's going on. Why is one comment being seen and the other comment not being seen? You know what I mean? And
0: Yeah. Have you thought about bringing it to news media? I need or- to. But hey,
1: it's a great start right now. We're talking about it right here. Um, yeah. You, you got to be careful in a sense... I I, I want to approach this with the facts. Now, we're obviously talking face-to-face, so I'm not showing you examples, but I could show you screenshot after screenshot after screenshot of examples in in another format, you know what I mean? But that's something that we would do. And I think, I've actually thought about actually walking into Facebook, one of the Facebook headquarters with Fox News or any, any type of media and go in there and ask some questions so we can get them live on camera can you please tell us about uh, whether or not Facebook shadow bans? Because we have a few hundred examples right here of shadow banning, and would like you to explain what's going on. How can you explain? I don't. I don't think it's AIs. I don't think it's algorithms. I don't think it's bots. I think it is literally people being put on lists, um, and and being deliberately made disappear. You know, except for their friends, so they don't. Because you would suspect it, right? If your friends couldn't see your post, you'd automatically suspect something was up, right? Yeah. But yeah. because you're not friends with your friend's friend, you wouldn't know otherwise. So it's yeah. very sneaky. But, they're, but not they're not
0: doing it with like Donald Trump, like for instance, because that would be too obvious. Or maybe they are.
1: Well, they were shadowbating stuff on Twitter with Trump. Uh, Breitbart busted them doing that. They actually screenshot him how they mm-hmm. were hiding one of the things. Um, and oh, we, we've got kind of a mess in regards to Twitter and I mean, oh my God, all the, all the, the fake porn, porn accounts on, on Facebook and this and that. I, mean, I read an article, uh, uh, I guess a news article a couple of days ago, it said Facebook admits it's totally broken or something. I don't know if it's fake news or not, but huh. we definitely need to clean. I mean, I think ideally it's not a bad idea that they verify the count <clears throat> as the authentic individual that is actually posting those words and videos or <clears throat> Links or whatever. If you are going to say something, you should have the balls and the, and, the, and the integrity and the transparency to say, "Yes, I said that. Yes, I posted that." What we have is a bunch of trolls and a bunch of like fake accounts that are posting things that aren't real. From fake, you know what I mean. That's what we gotta get rid of. Uh, I, I think a step in that direction would be would be an intelligent solution-oriented step, and then getting rid of the shadow banning as well. And then what we do, it's kind of like you know, you have the federal government, and then you have the states. So if you imagine the states as as the groups in the in the pages, let the groups in the pages control it the way they want to, right?
0: Yeah, wouldn't it just be easier to make a new decentralized social network?
1: <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, Facebook's still privately owned, you know, like who's the government, like who's to say that anyone can go in and say you gotta Mark Zuckerberg, you gotta change your product. Uh Yes. So is that is that more of the goal? Are you trying to like make people aware no, and no.
1: we can't we don't want to create a new social media until we have first exposed shadow banning. Because the average person do a little poll, go go and talk to some of your friends, just ask them, hey, how many of y'all have ever heard of shadow banning and, and, and do you suspect you've ever been shadow banned on Facebook? You know, and most people have no idea that it's going on. So they think you're crazy at first until you go and show them and then they can't explain it. And then they're like, wow. Yeah. Or, or, or the other side is, yeah, I've noticed that like I've been posting things and nobody sees it. Nobody likes it. no comments, no reactions. Mm-hmm. So they suspect something's up, but they don't know exactly how it's being done. They don't know how it's being done and they don't know why they're being targeted. So it, it started when the whole algorithm whole thing came out. Well, maybe it's not algorithms at all, Maybe what it is is blacklist. There's certain words or certain people are being targeted and put on that list. And once you're on that list, you automatically are pushed to the back. As far as you can
0: Imagine whatever it is. If there is anything, it must be automated because, like, to have a, a, a <clears throat> almost like it's like you know you can't have that. that takes so much manpower to to blacklist every single person the well- medium following.
1: Uh, well, yeah, yes, yes, and no. Because uh, the guy that was busted talking about how he deliberately manipulates the trending videos on YouTube by placing things in there that don't or that aren't actually trending at all—that's mm-hmm. a human intervention. Mm-hmm. So the same thing that, that happened when this David Rothschild character, screen name, whether it's him or not, said, "Not if I have anything to do about it." And then five minutes later, I disappear. Well. If the Rothschilds are controlling the money behind the scenes, vast, vast, vast riches dating back centuries, surely, surely they've got Zuckerberg on speed dial, or surely they've got somebody higher up, you know, axe this guy, turn this guy off. This guy's creating a nuisance. You know what I mean? Shut him down. You know what I mean? I think that there may be a little bit of both going on. You know what I mean? All right. I think if yeah, you're just. I, I don't know how Jones gets away. It. I don't know. Well, Alex Jones, actually, remember when Alex Jones, I don't know if you remember, but he came out and did that public apology over the Pizzagate thing? All over the news, him apologizing. Well, I think that he got smacked real hard by Google. He lost about $3.5 million from what I read. They weren't, they, they weren't going to allow him to advertise because <clears throat> they were designating him as fake news. Hmm. So. He because they were calling him fake news, he was gonna lose all this ability to advertise and that and then he came out to apologize about the whole pizza gate thing, right? So I think some something happened there because his whole rhetoric changed. He started hitting him in the wallet, right? That's why I think it's gonna happen yeah. in the NFL too. once these owners start losing their asses, one because there's all kinds of groups of people that are uh, boycotting the NFL, once it starts hitting their pocketbooks, once the ratings start going down. That's when people will will, will be standing. That's when the owners say, "Hey, guys, I understand, but you need to to do your protests on your own time. You're on my time when you're on the field. You're on the fans' time when you're on the field. Take the protesting, do it on your own time. That's your own business. When you're on the field, you're representing the team. You're representing the country. That's what I think will happen. You hit hit them them in the wallet, and that's when things change. You know?
0: Yeah. All this stuff makes me just want to avoid media even more because, like, I agree it just, I mean, fake news, whatever. It's just like, it's clouding opinions. And then social media is a propaganda machine. It's meant for, you know, I mean, so it doesn't, I mean, I've never heard of this before this conversation, but it doesn't surprise me and it'd be so easy to hide and do. It's just like, why not just opt out? Oh, shadow
1: banning? Yeah. 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 Or even even like
0: mild manipulation of information.
1: Oh, and mainstream media is full of it. Oh my God. There've there've been all kinds of instances where, Two reporters on CNN are on opposite sides of the parking lot, and one of them is supposed to be in Arizona and one of them in New York or something crazy like that, and they're on opposite sides of the parking lot getting busted, doing full-on propaganda manipulation. So I love the fact that Trump has exposed blatant, blatant uh, bias and and, and propaganda manipulation. I mean, there's even, uh, I think it was Chris Cuomo said, we've done everything we can to help her win. It's on her now. She screws it up. It won't be because we didn't, you know, do everything in our power to make it happen. It's obvious CNN is totally anti-Trump. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting because, I mean, everyone I knew, I mean, I grew up in New York. I was in New York during the election. Everyone just assumed like it's, it's a completely washout, but obviously all the information they're getting, especially from their social media is biased to all their friends, like are anti-Trump or pro Hillary or whatever pro Bernie. Um, Yeah, I mean everything. I mean, information is so volatile, and it has such a huge impact uh, that you can't really trust anything sometimes.
1: Well, yeah, and and and, in the the Harvey Weinstein scandal that's coming out now. I mean, this is a huge producer with like what is the list of like fifty women or something like that that have been uh, either 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 sexually violated or raped or some kind of some kind of some something goofy going on, something that shouldn't have been happening going on. You know. and how quiet they were for a while, right? And now they're all coming out, right? And now there's, it's almost like the whole, uh, I mean, Oliver Stone, Michael Moore, I mean, all, all that, it's all coming out. They're all turning on each other now. I think that, um, yeah, there's videos of Bill Clinton back in the day where he just looks like a zombie before the camera comes on. And it's almost like there's, back before social media, the mainstream media ruled it all. The only thing we knew about what was going on was that they told us and the corporations control the narrative behind the scenes. There's a, there's a total of what is it? Five or six corporations right now that control 90% of mainstream media. That's frightening. So the unique thing about social media is that it's not regulated or controlled by anyone it comes down to the individual in can you present the facts you know what i mean yeah. and anybody can be the news in the sense of who's got the goods who's got the information you know so we are in a to- we're in a whole new world right now and this is an exciting place to be um <clears throat> but we cannot allow the shadow banning to take over we can't allow this this, this secretive censorship to happen because then it will be just like the mainstream media you know what i mean it'll be just like what they're doing and yeah. so i'm people- like
0: the next thing will there always be something like this where a few people control the minds of a lot of people because of the fact of human nature is that most of the population their opinion is directly from whatever news outlet they get or whatever their whatever the popular opinion of the community is like Social media is cool in that you can hear the opinions of someone not in your town or not in your state or not in your country, but still, most people are just going along with whatever pops up.
1: Yeah, here's an, here's an example. Uh, I think it's S, SGTI, whatever, TV, and it's talking about uh, the Las Vegas thing. And I was liking a lot what's going on, but I got ticked when they, <clears throat> they jumped the gun on this one thing. Uh, what is his name? Russo. Russo is the uh, FBI. If you watch the video of Lombardo, and, uh, and 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 Russo is the FBI guy sitting right behind him, and he's got this sinister kind of robotic kind of like um, uh, Agent Smith kind of look to him, and he's watching Lombardo every single thing he says. It's almost like he's going to jump in any second if he veers off course, right? So, <laughs> so this video basically was alluding to that her husband, that uh, I'm sorry, his his wife was john podesta uh, dad john podesta was was her father well the, the russo was the same name but it wasn't the same fbi guy you know what i mean so it ticks me off when when people jump to conclusions because the story is so sensational you know what i mean like oh we gotta get it out right now and then when they don't retract it you know there was something that happened with the uh, the, the martin luther king bust or something in the white house remember right after he got elected it was never moved or anything like that, but somebody made this uh, allegation that Trump's such a racist that he moved the, the, the freaking the, the, mm. the statue or something like that.
0: Yeah, a- I, don't, I purposely don't pay attention. <laughs> totally like, whether absurd. he did or didn't, I don't care. Uh,
1: totally absurd. Totally never happened. And yet they want to create this emotional freakout nature. That's almost like here's what I think is going on behind the scenes is, is that there, there is this group of people that want to create a one world government that's the end goal and this is dating back hundreds of years well they got a problem they got a big problem with pulling this off and that's that the united states was created in such a manner that the people could overthrow the government if the government became tyrannical with the right to bear arms so the 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 government is ruled by the people not the opposite way around so, in order for them to take in order to create a one-world government, they've got to shut down the United States. In order to shut down the United States, they've got to get rid of the guns. They've got to they've got to basically make the people defenseless. And that's never gonna happen. There's no way in hell that the people would ever give rid of their guns because that is so fundamental to what the United States is about, which is basically not allowing a tyrannical government. You want the government afraid of the people when the f- people are afraid of the government we have tyranny right when when the when the, when the government is afraid of the people we have freedom you know what i mean now we're not talking about we're being lunatics you know what i mean we're talking about basically making sure that we have checks and balances right you know what i mean
0: yeah i think we've just gotten too big like a lot of the things that America was founded on was based on 13 colonies or maybe a slightly larger amount. And there's too many people, too many factions, too many groups for anything to make sense across 300 million people. Like could just.
1: Oh, power the purse. Oh my God. When you get a chance, please sit down and watch this movie. It's four hours. It's going to connect so many dots. Uh, uh, Creature of Jekyll Island There's all kinds of, you know, this false flag. I think Las Vegas is another false flag. A false flag is something that's presented—well, the term comes from, in the old days, <clears throat> two ships would f- fly a false flag to get closer to the other ships so that they could fire on them, thinking they were friendly, right? Well, I think, I think there's something definitely fishy going on with the Las Vegas thing. They're trying, to get, they're trying to get rid of the guns, and they're trying to figure out whether— If you listen to the video, there's no way in hell that this is a bump stock. This is a belt-fed machine gun going on. There's numerous people saying there's, there's machine gun fire coming from all different directions. You know what I mean? And then there's no way in hell that this is a clip. When you, when you fire a machine gun clip, it's like seconds and it's gone. Belt is like if you if you listen to some of the the gun the gunfire, it's going for like 15, 20 seconds straight rapid fire. Yeah. So there's manipulation going on behind the scenes. That's what the CIA, CIA is all about. It, it, it is is coups and takeovers and disinformation all kinds of goofy stuff you know um you could research the, the titanic being sunk 1911 right before the federal reserve came around and two of the main people that were against the federal reserve were on the titanic J. morgan was supposed to be on the titanic and he wasn't right a lot of people don't know that uh, uh pearl harbor right they think that we were innocently attacked out of the blue well, there was, actually, there was actually a memo that we actually were messing with Japan. There were 10 instances of aggression to Japan long before Pearl Harbor was attacked. So th- what I'm getting at is there's all kinds of behind-the-scenes information, the JFK assassination. There's all kinds of stuff that people need to look into more. I think, actually, I think the JFK files are supposed to be getting opened up this year if they haven't disappeared. Hmm. You know what
0: I mean? That's a, we only have 10 minutes left on the recording. We've actually spoken way longer than I expected. It's been really, really fun speaking with you.
1: A bunch of stuff. What, is there anything else we need to cover that we didn't? I mean, I actually, I, there's
0: actually a few things I want to talk to you about, but we're out of time. Maybe we'll, we'll speak again in the near future. Um, yeah, I mean, I love what you have to say. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we closed out?
1: Um, no, I guess we'll do a... Um... We'll have to come up with a discount code or something for all your listeners.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And I'll I'll include the link to the blends. Uh, uh didn't you get to say speak about my I'll I'll just add something uh, in there yeah,
1: so know, before we, we log off, tell, tell me a little bit about your experience. You, uh, take me back through uh um, what do we got like five minutes left?
0: Yeah we have we have ten minutes left, uh just about um yeah, so like the beginning, I mean I had fasted before I mean twelve, eighteen hours pretty regularly before I started uh the, the month. So just a little bit longer. Um, um I actually kind of... One thing that was interesting, I kind of got uh, what I thought was depression. I, I mentioned that a little earlier ago. Like, uh, I was just wasn't into the things that I had planned on doing. And I just realized it was kind of just like extra stuff that I needed to drop. Um, so I wasn't sure. I mean, it's it's really hard to tell with like mind stuff what a life change is doing or what a supplement's actually doing for you. The one thing I'm sure of is that my blood flow... Has been. I mean, I don't know if it's the thunder penis or whatever. Like that, that was clear after two weeks. Like, oh I'm having like sixteen-year-old uh, erections every morning again. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've loved the protocol. I mean, I've loved the you know just being clean and clear throughout the day. I mean, right now it seems kind of ridiculous to eat like a heavy meal during the day. I
1: can't even. All. I can't yeah. even think about going back to eating like I used to. Like, if if I do brunch on a Sunday, you know, shits and giggles, If I just want to go do some uh, Bloody Marys and some brunch, uh, it's like the idea of eating more than once a day now, it's just, like, so foreign to me. Yeah. I'm hungry.
0: Yeah. Actually, one thing I did want to ask about was the fruit, because I know fruit obviously has a lot of sugar. I mean, it's against keto. That's the one thing I missed about this month, because, like, my – my bowel movements haven't been as uh, smooth as back when I was eating a lot of fruit. Um, is that something you specifically say so, against?
1: Knowledge is, is is ever expanding. We're always learning more and more. and more. So, so we we know. The, to me, the focus is mTOR inhibition, right? We know that basically glucose activates it, protein activates it, MCTs activated, insulin activates it. So, when you eat, you're going to be activating the mTOR regardless. So, mm-hmm. I recommend. Enjoy your meal during your two-hour window. Eat what you know. I mean, eat within reason, healthy. You know, but enjoy. If you want to have some fruit, have some fruit. You know what I mean. Um, I, I, if you were if you had cancer, I wouldn't recommend mm-hmm. fructose or, or glucose because cancer loves fructose and glucose. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But, or if I was trying to lose weight, I, I shouldn't. Um, yeah, I, I would. Um, I would try and stay as low carb as possible. With the blends and mm. we eat the matcha is great too matcha it now here's another thing i recommend i do this every day as well uh, extra virgin olive oil has a natural MTOR inhibitor in it it's called oleocanthal and this has anti-alzheimer's effects anti-cancer effects so i'll do a shot or two of olive oil sometimes throughout the day mm. i'll just basically shoot it right and it, it'll provide maybe uh maybe 100 calories or so and, and and I'm good to go all day long. And I'm, I'm keeping the mTOR pathway closed, right? That's what we want, right? And then when I go out for dinner or whatever I do later on, then we're going to open up that mTOR pathway. So yeah, enjoy some fruit. And unless, unless like you said, you want to lose weight, then I would keep it yeah. minimal But uh,
0: Having like a banana during a 22-hour fast, that would mess up ketosis?
1: I wouldn't do any calories. Or anything that activates mTOR during the twenty-two hours. Nothing.
0: Gotcha. but then also here's where I was confused because like, shouldn't you not eat something like fruit along with your high fat, high protein meal? Doesn't that um, well, like the one we're about to go after the glucose first?
1: You can change. You can change it up. So I mean, sometimes uh, like all of a all uh, of a steak I'll have a salad. Sometimes I mean, sometimes we out, go out and have some pizza or pasta, and the, you're you're going to be activating the pathway. It's almost impossible not to activate the mTOR during that two-hour period. So I love variety. So change it up a little bit. You want to do like a, like a fruit type of vegan meal one day and something different the next day? That's fine. Just try and keep the mTOR on lockdown as much as possible throughout the day. So if you're doing 22 hours, that means you're inhibiting the mTOR 90% of the time. That's incredible. And it probably takes another couple hours to deactivate it again. You know what I mean? But that's what I would recommend. That's what cool. I
0: that's what I Cool. Do. That's well, the, I'm gonna keep it going. I mean, I still have uh, right. seven stages left, so I'm gonna keep it going. And
1: uh. so the cool thing about seven stages, if I got time is is um. So when you activate, so basically, when when we ingest certain things, we have what's called receptors. Like they they're like doorways that go on and off, right? They turn on and off, right? Mm-hmm. So if you keep bombarding that receptor site over and over and over again, it stops working, right? And we build up tolerance and it takes more and more and more and more and more to get the job done, right? Mm-hmm. So with seven sages, I took 175 most incredible longevity, life-enhancing ingredients, and I put it all in one, but I divided it up seven ways. So you have a Monday blend, and then you have a Tuesday blend, and then a Wednesday blend. So you, you activate these receptors on Monday, and then by the time it comes all the way around again, you've had a full seven-day break, and the receptors are like fresh and brand new again. So that's... Cool that's a really incredible one right there so a lot if you ever notice you take something for a while and it stops working yeah that feels good that's why because the receptors are now they've been over inundated they're not working like they were so it's good to cycle so seven stages is a strategic cycling you know every blend is like seven days you know what i mean in between you know so well i think we had a great uh
0: yeah, this was real fun. I want to. I want to talk more. Uh, I'll hit you up in the future. We live pretty close to each other too. Um, yeah. No. So I'll we'll, just uh, sell, send people to interstellarblend.com. Yeah. Uh, anywhere else?
1: What? Uh, will you? Why don't we use uh, Rwanda? Right? You want to use that as the uh, uh, discount code? Uh, sure. Yeah. So, so we'll tag that, and then Rwanda will be the discount code, ten percent off. Anybody who listens to the podcast. Awesome. Fantastic. All right.
0: Well, uh, yeah, thanks, Kevin. is great.
1: Man. Good times. For sure. All right, man. I'll see
0: you. Later. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please go to iTunes and rate the show. I greatly appreciate it. And if you'd like to attend future episodes of our live recordings of the podcast, you can go to crowdcast.io slash Rwando. Follow me and you'll see all the upcoming episodes and guests. See you next time.